Ten years ago, Chicago closed 50 public schools. Officials said the schools were under-enrolled and among the lowest performing in the district. Former Mayor Rahm Emanuel promised that the displaced students would be better off by moving to new schools. But an analysis of state data by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times shows that didn't happen. The students were no more successful than children from similar schools that stayed open. WBEZ's Sarah Karp reports. In 2013, Demetrius Hapson was a young principal at Henson Elementary in North Lawndale. He saw himself and his students. They were all black and like he was as a child, poor. He wanted them to get a strong education and be proud of who they were. But instead, he was leading the school as it prepared to shut down forever. He remembers that last day and how hard it was to hold it together. And one of the students began to cry, you know, And I found myself leaving the classroom so that I could go and have space to myself because I didn't want to see that type of pain in a kid. He tried his best to make the last day of school fun and hoped for the best. At the time, children were promised they would head to better schools, and the district was spending an unprecedented $155 million to give the kids new schools lots of bells and whistles. But Hobson remembers feeling deeply concerned. The students that I worried about the most were the students who struggled the most. And they already had instability in their lives, and the school was a rock for them. We were destabilizing, destabilized students. He had reason to worry. The promise by Mayor Rahm Emanuel and others that the kids would be better off in the end, it turned out to be hollow. State data shows students from closed schools who took the SAT exam in high school scored on average below 800. That's in the 14th percentile nationally. And only 62% of those who could have graduated did. These results are about the same as for students who went to similar poor performing, underutilized schools that did not close. And they're significantly worse than district averages. Definitely what we can say is, you know, maybe it wasn't the disaster, but it also wasn't a benefit. Elaine Allensworth is a director of the University of Chicago's Consortium on School Research. It didn't do anything to fix all the structural inequalities that are leading to lower outcomes in the first place or inequity in outcomes. Definitely need different strategies than closing schools or, you know, sending students to different schools. Alan Worth makes an important point. The 2013 mass school closings were largely done to solve a facilities issue. Too much space for too few students. But they were also part of a national reform movement that aimed to improve outcomes for children by closing schools or firing all their teachers. Few studies have shown that this works. Archie Hayes was one of those little boys that hops and hugged goodbye at Henson Elementary. At the time, he was a skinny 10-year-old. He remembers how heartbroken he felt on that last day. Wow, it's our final day seeing each other. We got to split up and go to these schools and go this, go there. Henson Elementary was the last time Hayes was stable in school. After that closing, he went to two nearby elementary schools, one after another. Hayes says they didn't seem much different than Henson, and he started questioning the point of the closing. We all have the same amount of students. We all teach them the same stuff, so it was really like, 
it was like hard for me. His mom eventually moved him and his little brother to a middle school in suburban Berwyn, where they graduated eighth grade. Hayes then came back to Chicago for high school. He went to two charter schools on the west side, where he said there was a lot of teacher turnover and fighting. He was expelled and then got a diploma at an alternative high school. Hayes says he never felt the same about any school after Henson. When they shut Henson down, it was like all our friends and the family and the community, because everyone always lived around each other, even the classmates. So it's like when they shut that down, it just, it just broke a lot of homes and a lot of friendships and things like that. So a lot of people moved and a lot of things was like, it just was like depressing. Now a young man with a four-year-old child, Hayes is doing well. He and his brother are a rap duo named DCG Brothers, and they recently signed a deal with Atlantic Records. Hobson, the principal who watched Hayes and other children dart off the playground, says of course the children had to move on. Students are resilient. You know, they adapt and they adjust and they make the best of the reality that they have. Hapson also went on a winding path, including even considering running for office to try to prevent this from happening to other kids. Now he's teaching history to middle schoolers at a Chicago public school on the near west side. His students, like those at Henson, are black and from poor families. He says he's trying to fulfill the mission that he couldn't quite complete at Henson. Give students a positive racial identity and a good sense of self so that they can stand steady in their future. Sarah Karp, WBZ News. Sun-Times reporters Nader Issa and Lauren Fitzpatrick contributed to this story, along with Becky Vivi of Chalkbeat Chicago and Alden Lowry and Sienna Greaves from WBEZ. To read more about Chicago's 50 closed schools, go to wbez.org slash 50 schools. This is WBEZ.